Garfiri Japan. God, I love drinking beer, especially this late at night on a Monday. What's up, feeders? Welcome to yet another action-backed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Motherfucker Deshner. How y'all doing? That's right. And as you find folks know, Confeded Japan is about uno, dos, tres, one, two, three, each, knee, son, three dudes, booze. Japan news. That's right. And uh, Jeremy, what episode is this? I believe we are on uh, 682 at the that moment. That is correct. Absolutely. 682. So Rushing. Yeah, wait, 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 682, is that correct? Did you say that, 682? I, I said it, yeah. I, my voice cracked a little bit like I was going through puberty, but uh, yeah, I, I said it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> Zoinkies, guys, they're on number 682. Oh, my God. What are we going to do for 700? Are we Are we going to go to Fukuoka? I said we go to Fukuoka. Fukuoka. I'm already here. Mm-hmm. Beer at Jeremy's bar. We'll do it at Jeremy's bar. Tom, can you do it? Can I you do know, it? I, I honestly have no idea. You have no idea? Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to take that as a maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that as a maybe because I can't do it unless you do it with me because it wouldn't make any sense if we're celebrating, you know, 700 and you're like on the internet, you know? And we've <laughs> already done that before. We're like two guys are online and one person's not, or two people are together online and one person's like somewhere else. That doesn't work. Like, all it doesn't, it, it, it does, uh, no, because we've done that before. It does not work out very good. Yeah, everybody's got to be together or everybody's got to be separate. That's the rule. You know, if you if you break that rule, it just doesn't flow well. So, yeah, those things, right? Yep. So don't fuck it up, Tom. (laughs) Save your money now. Every week, save like 2000 yen. You know, if you're going to buy if you go to the store to buy good beer, buy cheap beer. If you're going to buy a cool hat, buy a cheap hat. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Is that your hat, Tom, or did you steal it from your wife? Uh, this one, no, I've actually found it in the back of my closet when I was cleaning. I was like, I don't recall getting this, but it's in my closet. So I assume it's mine. So I'm going to fucking wear it. I call that a ghost cap. Ghost cap. (laughs) It looks like it's supposed to be a beret or something. It is a beret. Pull it down on one side. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's a beret. Yeah, it looks better. Yeah. Dude, nudie looks like he looks like the general from Rambo first blood. No, Trotman. It does look like that dot. Damn, it's, it, you nailed it. Yeah, you need a patch. A patch with like an eagle. Like an eye patch. No, well, yeah, that would be cool too. But like a patch on the beret of like an eagle holding like two bombs or some shit. I don't know if I'm that cool, man. I don't know. 
Yeah, you should wear it like that. I mean, when you wore it the other way, you kind of look like strawberry shortcake, but this way is much cooler. <laughs> I was thinking Yoshi from Mario Brothers. Like, you look like if you jumped on his head, you'll grow taller. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Problem solved. All right. Cool. Excellent. Oh, man. Vader, something interesting happened to me the other day. Um, I was at a party. I was at a, I was at a Club Cream in Shimokitazawa, and I was, I was at a, an emo party, and I was watching uh, a guest that was on the show a while ago. Oh, shoot. You're right, Jeremy. I forgot. Okay. All right. Before before I tell my, my bogus story, <laughs> we're going to talk about our drinks. And since I fucked up, I'm going last. So, Jeremy, what are you drinking, bro? I got my standard here, man. I've got my uh, shochu with uh, non-alcoholic beer poured into it, so it tastes like a hoppy. And nice. uh, yeah, and, and it's in my fucking Spider-Man cup because I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but I love Spider-Man. Indeed, awesome. Uh, Thomas, what are you drinking? Whiskey Coke. <sighs> Going to be one of those nights. All right, awesome, Tom. Good choice. And I'm drinking Asahi Super Dry because I suck. All right, Kampai, gentlemen, Kampai. Kampai. Boom. That's the sound of Spider-Man's webs. Yeah. Awesome. That's so sick. All right. And uh, okay, going back to my story, I was at Club Cream at an emo event. And I was there because uh, our boy Pretty Lich, who was on the show a long time ago, he was having an event. And uh, this event was insane. It was like a smaller kind of club with three floors. And it was full of people. Apparently, like, well over 100 people showed up and stuff, which is, like, for, for this little club, that's amazing. And uh, when I was there, I was stuck at the bar, and I was drinking, hanging out with a couple of friends. And I met these uh, these foreigners. These guys were visiting Japan. And I was talking to them. And uh, they were talking about their vacation. I was giving them pointers of places where to go and where not to go, as you do, you know, being, like, a local of 20 years. And... um. Anyway, uh, they started talking about food. They're like, man, fucking dude, we're eating sushi like every day. They were excited, but it seemed like, I mean, after being in Japan for a week, they're kind of like bored of it. And, and I was like, wait, you're only eating sushi for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? They're like, no, 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 no. We have ramen too. And I'm like, dude, you guys are fucking dropping the ball because there's so many great restaurants and places to eat in Japan, everywhere in Japan. You know, you go to Fukuoka. Dude, if you go to Fukuoka, where do you go? You go to Eight Stars American Bar, I hope, and get oh, some yeah. good pizza. Get some good pizza. We got the best pizza, best fish and chips, chicken wings, you name it, buddy. Nachos. We got it all. Absolutely. That's right. Tom, when people come to Nakamegro, your side of the hood, where pe- where should people go? Uh, I actually cruised by uh, – I, I met up with some friends as well. I cruised by Sidewalk Stand earlier. They got, like, really – they got uh, rotating, like, craft beers all the time, and they've got really good coffees and espressos. Boom, boom, boom. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. And my recommendation to these guys, it was like Izakaya. I'm like, you got to go to an Izakaya, man. And Izakaya is definitely the place to go. If you want to go there for lunch, it's an option. If you want to go there for dinner, it's mandatory. And just in case, you know, some faders are listening to the podcast for the first time. Um, gentlemen, what is a what is an Izakaya? Japanese like- style pub. Yeah, it's like a little um, family, generally like a little family owned or like small business uh, run by by a, a few people. And they just make little 
um, what are they called? Tapas, right? Like little small mm. plates. Like you can get like four gyozas on a plate or you can get like a little bit of steak, a little bit of fish, a little bit of everything. So it's got everything that everybody wants and it's got a big menu and you can just choose something and, and you can also get like all you can drink sets and, yep. you know, they're, they're, they're fantastic and so much fun. They're so much fun. They're so exciting. You can go there. I You shouldn't go there by yourself because it's kind of like a party thing, but you can mm. go there with two people, three people, five people, 10 people. It's great. They accommodate anybody and everybody of all ages, even babies. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you have like a Japanese part of town, even if you live in the States or another country other than Japan, get on Google and type in izakaya. And you'll, they'll have izakayas. I know, like when I, when I lived in Texas, they had izakayas there and run really? by Japanese, yeah, run by Japanese people. And wow. you, we could go there, and it was fantastic, man. It's really, really good. Cool, very um, cool. Yeah, they're cool, man. Like it's it, it, like like you say earlier, it's a it's a more of a social destination, so you don't want to go there by yourself. But you can go there with a friend or two. It doesn't have to be a big group, but it can be. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, but like you know, they'll, they'll load you up on cheap beers and like usually kind of finger food. It's kind, of, it's kind of bar food. They've got a lot of like you know stick stick meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of them like. I think most of the mom and pop ones will usually have something one or two like weird like interesting like items on the menu. So I remember like me and Johnny used to go to that uh, one down by the station. Uh, there they've got like a bunch of weird food, but they got like stingray on the menu. Remember oh, that? the old Watami. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But Tommy kind of closed down. Actually, that yeah, was, I haven't been yeah. there. Yeah, well, Tommy was my go-to izakaya because I mean, whenever I had friends and family visiting Japan, they had these big menus, and the pictures were so great. So all you had to do is point at the picture, and you got exactly what you pointed at. Yeah, they still have they still have them here in Fukuoka. So if you come to Fukuoka, and you've you've had your share of pizza and, and fish and chips and nachos, definitely check those out. Yeah, <laughs> but go to my place first. Damn it. Yeah, damn it, you better. Yeah. <laughs> damn, Skippy. Yeah, so I recommended that these guys go to Izakaya's. I was like, you got to go to Izakaya. They're all over the place. Just Google it. You'll find it. They're everywhere. Every station's got at least one. Big stations, small stations. And the cool thing about it is, like, you may have mentioned this. Like you said, the, the, they had big menus, and you could look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. You don't have to read Japanese. A lot of places these days have little iPads and you can just look at the picture on the iPad and touch it and then it says order and then you push order and it orders it for you and then by my place a robot a robot brings it over a robot server brings it over uh, uh, and, and like plays a little tune and then goes back by itself it's pretty cool yeah yeah actually in Tokyo a lot of like uh, Seinfeld S diners have the little robot machines that deliver the food if you go yeah. to like Gusto Denny's Jonathan's uh, Skylark any of those places in Japan they call them family restaurants mm-hmm. they these days it's almost like kind of like the norm to have like a little like uh, server and it'll have like a little cat face a digital cat face or something and sometimes it plays music as, as it goes by personally I find it kind of annoying but whatever <laughs> Yeah, man, the fucking robots be stealing our fucking jobs, man. And <laughs> that's right, Tom. Yeah, taking our jobs. <laughs> taking our jobs, man. They're, put, they're fucking putting us out of business, man. I mean, like they, they can be. Now, you, you are you are correct though. Those little, those little iPads you touch on a lot, a lot of a lot of times they even have like language features. So you don't have to worry to like like you know you can be like how do you say like 
very introverted person. You don't even really have to worry about talking to people. You just kind of show up and like wave, you know, you know, two people, whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll seat you over there and you're just like boop, 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 on your iPad. Like, oh, I don't speak Japanese. Boop. There's English. There's, yep. quite Actually, quite often you'll find several other languages. English, uh, Chinese and Korean are popular ones as well because, you know, it's Asia. Mm-hmm. One thing Tom just reminded me of here is in Fukuoka, we have um, this one uh, branch of ramen shops and it comes as like, comes as like um, you sit down and it's just like a little tiny booth for one person. And uh, there's in front of you, there's like a little trap door that opens up and you can only see the person's uh, like stomach area. You can't see like their face or anything. And then Mm -hmm. like you hand them your tickets and they don't say anything. And then they close. Yeah. (laughs) They stick their dick through and then you no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And then, then, then they close the door and then they bring you your ramen. And you don't. The thing is, you don't ever have to talk to anyone. You don't have to yeah, speak yeah. Japanese. And even if you have a question, like if you if you dropped your chopsticks on the floor and you need another pair of chopsticks, they've got these little wooden blocks, and it has the message on it in English and Japanese on one side and the other side, right? Like oh. it says, "Oh, I've dropped my chopsticks. Please give me another pair. I would like some water." You know, these kind of little things. <laughs> yeah, please yeah. do not put your dick through this hole yeah. ever again. <laughs> I'm here for uh-huh. ramen only. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that one for another podcast. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I, I think they're, they're they're actually targeting like uh, fucking office workers because a lot of these guys like get off work and they're just like they've fucking been doing shit work all day and boring boring shit work and they just like they're done. They just want to eat and they don't want to fucking talk to anybody. They're just like shut down. I totally like, get that. I get it, man. I get it. Some of these jobs are fucking demanding. Yeah, no, that's true. That's definitely true. So, uh, faders, when you come to Japan, sushi's great, ramen's fantastic, but you got to get your ass to a motherfucking izakaya because that's where the party is. Going in sober, walking out fucked up, dude, and full, fucked up and full. That's izakaya loosely translates to fucked up and full. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I love it. Oh man, did did any of you guys do anything exciting or interesting or bizarre this last week? Uh, I'll tell a quick story, like. There's this uh, Danish girl that I used to party with, and she used to come to my events. She, she, uh, uh, Tom, 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 uh, let's, let's change the conversation. You're married. Don't forget. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, like, yeah. I had him over, but, like, no, that's, that's the thing. But, like, she just, like, mailed me up out of the blue and was like, hey, you want to hang out? And blah, blah, blah. And so I met her, and, like, she's married now, and one of her Japanese friends, and, like, used to, like, party, and she was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, we'll, we'll hang out and like she start start talking. And she goes, actually, like I, I want to tell you in person, but like you know, we're ma- we're we're married, we're having fun, but like I'm two months pregnant, and we're actually the reason to come back to Japan is like she got a pretty generous like uh, maternity leave pick, uh, package for her job, and her husband does like IT stuff, so like you know he's fucking remote work, so he could be, he could be working fucking anywhere. And she's like, she's, so they're like asking us and other people that are picking our brains, going we could just kind of chill in Japan for a while and just do our thing here. And like, you know, it's just like someplace to have the baby. And I'm like, you know, it's low crime. It's safe. It's quiet. It, well, I don't know if, I don't know if it's quiet, but like, you know, low crime and it's generally safe and it's fucking convenient. Like you could do a lot fucking worse. So that was like her thing. Well, you know, also if you, if you have babies here in Japan, depending on what city you live in, some places will pay you when you have kids. Like they'll pay you up to 30, 30 grand, like three, 3 million yen to have wow. kids like a, a per kid. Right. Like if you have one kid, they'll give you 3 million and another kid, they'll give you another 3 million because, uh, the low, the low population rate, the low birth rate in Japan, Johnny, what you got, man? Where's my dick? 
You work at a you work at a ramen shop. <laughs> oh jeez! Holy shop. smokes! Three, wait, three. Would you like some of the special sauce on that? No, no, not that way, Tom. But no, holy smokes! I got to start having kids. Well, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, fuck felines. Holy Jesus Christ, dude! Fucking thirty thousand dollars just to have a kid. Yeah. Wow, dude. When I was growing up, my my uncle's brother, uh, he was my age. My uncle, my uncle's like way older than me, but my uncle's brother was my age and stuff. Dude, that guy. When I was in, when I was a junior in high school, he already had five kids. So Damn. then he would have three, six, nine, twelve. Oh, he'd be rich in high school. Holy smokes! Well, I know where I'm going on vacation. <laughs> Bro, um, first off, isn't your uncle's brother your uncle? And then secondly, doesn't that dude know what a rubber is? <laughs> all right, I you know it's kind of weird because it's my it's my uncle. All right, it's my mom's sister's husband's brother. That's like way young, so he's my age. So I think that would be my second uncle or my uncle once removed. I don't know, man. This stuff my is brain really hurts. Common. Yeah, yeah, my brain is broken just thinking about that. So it's my uncle's brother, you know. So, but I mean, if it was my mom's brother, then yeah, it's definitely my uncle. But yeah, was it were they fucking Mormons or something? And just had like farting out kids every every other chance? Like, (laughs) well, I don't know what kind of people he was fucking, but (laughs) a lot of them apparently. But yeah, no, no, no. He he has a lot. The dude had to get around, or at least a couple inches of him did. Yeah, no, no. But if that guy, if he did that in Japan, I mean, that guy would have some bank. I mean, if you keep on doing that, dude, it's just like, all right, let's say, let's say, all right, how many, can you be married to multiple people in Japan? No. No, I think one. No, 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 no. Also, also, another thing, another thing, another thing to keep in mind, what Jeremy is saying is correct, but like there's places that are begging, like that are, you know, forking out huge wads of cash for like you just popping a kid out. Like there's rules and regulations like that. Like you have to have it in that area and you have to stay there for like long term to be able to collect on that paycheck. I'm like, they're, they're fucking forking all that money for a reason. Cause like there's there's dead ass fucking towns where there's nothing going on. I could use that. <laughs> yeah, correct. I mean, you've heard those, um, those places that will pay you money to go live there. They're like very rural places. Like mm. right now I've read a story, um, about people getting paid to live outside of Tokyo. Like the government of Tokyo wants you to, to move away from Tokyo so they can release some of the traffic and stuff. Yeah. What do you guys yep. think? No, I got a friend that did that. Um, I don't want to say his name because we all know him. He was a bartender at one of our favorite bars. And um, yeah, he left Tokyo, right? Like kind of like at the beginning of like COVID. And he went up way up north to West Niigata. to like mm. the small semi-tourist little area. I don't want to say the name because I don't want to give it away. But um, he went up there and they paid him bank to move up there, to live up there. And he bought a ho- he bought two houses. He's living large. He's got like a really nice like bartending job and stuff. And I mean, it's great and it's beautiful up there. And, you know, Baders, if you don't know, man, Outside of Tokyo, Japan is just so unbelievably beautiful. You go to Izu, you go to Niigata. I mean, everybody goes to Okinawa and Hokkaido, but there's so many other beautiful places. I always compare living in Tokyo to like what it would be like to live in Manhattan. Because like if you're in Tokyo, like the prices are fucking ridiculous for a house. Yeah. You get like a tiny little house for millions and millions of dollars, right? But you you just take a couple like train train stops outside of Tokyo like Johnny was saying, they'll pay you to go live there, plus you live in beautiful fucking nature and then plus you can buy an enormous house. Yep. And have it paid off. It's it's um it's really good. I mean, I'm 
I'm telling you from experience, when you move to like outside of Tokyo to like another city, there's not a lot of foreigners there. So you're, you're, you're a novelty again. Like it was back in Tokyo in the nineties, right? Like where, Oh, you're a foreigner, but now it's like compact with foreigners. Right. Yeah. So, they don't like you anymore. No, they don't like you anymore. But nobody came here to be loved anyway. So fuck uh, it. <laughs> but outside of Tokyo, man, uh, you, you will find a really, really good standard of living. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing that eventually. Up in Niigata. Fukuoka or Niigata. <laughs> Fukuoka would be great. But yeah, God, I just love Niigata, man. The, the Nihonshu, the sake, the rice, the food, the air, the mountains, dude. It's, it's, like, it's, it's really good up in Niigata because I was up there like not I too love long it. ago. It's pretty nice. Oh, the, the air is so fresh, dude. It's so great up there. God, I love, you know, that's the beauty of Japan. There's just so many beautiful places all over the place. I'm I'm not a snow guy. I, I don't handle snow, but I'm more of a beach guy. So that's why I like living down here. But like, if you're, if you're into snow and skiing and stuff like that, like you're from Michigan, right? So you guys get snow. Oh yeah. Uh, so, so you must be used to it. So like, uh, well, same with Tom, though. yeah, yeah. Uh, Chicago, yeah, we get we we see quite a bit of snow, but there's there's no mountains up at like because Illinois. I'm from Illinois, like it's it's hella flat. There's no actual mountains, but yes, we definitely see some snow. And yeah. I, I'm I'm not much much of one you know for like snow or winter sports either. But you know, <laughs> Tom grew up in the fucking Bone Dogs, <laughs> going to coke off hookers' asses. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit, dude. All right, man. Well, God, on that note, should we get into like the news? I got to get another drink. My beer. Oh, Fuck yes. oh no. I'm in dire straits here, man. Yeah, I got to get another drink. <laughs> I'm glad you can drink again, man, since you since you had that problem with your stomach before. Yep. Yep. My vagina went away. I'm good. Yeah, your vagina went away. Your vagina went away. It's called colitis. It's called colitis, but in Japan they call it colitis, right? So oh, okay. basically, yeah, I had a colitis in my stomach. <laughs> my wow. vagina went away, so I'm Did fine. Did you give now. birth to it? <laughs> Did I give birth to it? No. It, what, what does that mean? No, no, I did not give birth to colitis. Yeah, I don't. What does that mean? Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, it didn't happen. Anyway, on that note, what do you guys say? Let's take a little break. Sure. All right. Check out our sponsors. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We got great sponsors. On that note, pace. Eight stars American bar located between Daimyo and Yapoo. Come get your party on. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. 
That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So, faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. In a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you.、Uh, ah! You've been a nice, manly grunt when you open that beer.、Mm. Yeah, man. I'm so tough. I used my pinky finger. What? Mm hmm. 
Sounds like you're pinching off a loaf there. You're like, no, no, no. I'll show you who's boss when I pop you open. That's when I use my scrotum to open my beer. That's the sound I make. (laughs) Mm. Oh, man. So, okay. Last week, I went first. Jeremy went second. Tom went third. So let's go backwards. Tom, you read the first article. Jeremy, you read the second. I'll read the third. Is that cool? Yeah, I'm the big number two. Yep. The big number two. Jeremy's going to do a number two? (laughs) I did this morning, man. Woo. Oh. Tommy, what do you got? Take your time, Tom. Dead air. Dead air. Hold on, man. You just ambushed me with that. Ah, okay. I like this one. I'm going to go with this one. Okay. Uh, Fukushima man arrested for defecating on another person's bicycle seat. Oh. <laughs> that's precision poop. Yeah, that's precision poop, right? <laughs> Dude, was it called the bazooka? Did he shoot it out towards it? <laughs> Did he did he stand on the bar like these like balance that bar and then like drop a deuce on the seat or inquiring wines want to know? Let's find out. Couldn't be the suspects like. claim the suspect claims to have been attracted to the victim. So this is a way to win a nice lady over. The problem with using bicycles as a common form of transportation is that they're often parked outside and open to the environment, accidents or even theft. These are risks everyone is aware of and takes into consideration and time a bike is left unattended. What took place on the 15th of December last year, however, is quite possibly the last thing anyone would expect to happen to a bicycle. At about 7.30 a.m. on the day in question, a teenager approached her bicycle, which was parked outside of the station in Soma City, Fukushima Prefecture. However, sitting atop the seat was was a large pile of human fecal matter. She immediately notified the police and investigation was launched. Investigation. As a result, it launched. (laughs) 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 I like like Jeremy's gesture. He's he's doing a little fucking gesture with the magnifying glass. (laughs) There's corn in it. Find somebody who ate some corn. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it's not too uncommon here, believe it or not. (laughs) Find some. uh, There's some black hairs in it. Find someone with black hairs. (laughs) <laughs> As a result, a 28-year-old man who lives in neighboring Miyagi prefecture was arrested on suspicion of vandalism. The suspect is accused of delegating on the bicycle seat sometime between 5 p.m. on December 14th and 7.30 a.m. following day when the victim left her bike in the parking area. Although details surrounding the incident are far few or sorry, are few and far between. Police were specific that the seat had been defecated upon rather than the feces had been placed or smeared in another way. Emoto was uh, initially unknown until about a day later when the suspect reportedly admitted that he was attracted to the victim, specifically targeted her bike. Wow, that's that's uncanny because, I mean, if I was attracted to somebody... Pooping is probably the last thing I would do, <laughs> you know? I mean, out of all the ways to attract somebody, I mean, what is she going to do? She's going to be like, oh, this guy definitely has a really good diet. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets his fiber in there, let me tell you, man. I don't know, man. I, I, it almost makes you think he's like, you know, it's an animal. He's marking his territory there. Dude's like, uh, she, she said to park, she was a teenager. First off, he's 28. That's, that's an issue. And then yeah. like the second thing is she parked her bike in front of a station. So like you come out of the station, getting ready to go to work and you see some guy honking a turd, like balancing on, on the fucking front tire, trying to lean, lean his butt over the seat. I'm, I'm pulling out my Android, man. I'm recording that shit. Literally. 
figuratively and literally yeah <laughs> well this i think this guy is obviously a bmx rider because i ride a bmx and a lot of times there's a lot of balance involved in riding a bmx you know and you you kind of like usually you ride like not sitting on the seat you know you're kind of like up there you know you you get your hands up and your legs are up like, extended so if this guy's a bmx rider trying to show off maybe or maybe he was showing off maybe on her bike or something maybe he's gonna like practice some tricks and uh he dropped it deuced by accident he shit his pants could be or maybe he was just trying to show off his mad fucking skills like you say maybe he was doing a fucking handstand at the time he was doing it up he's doing his business upside down raise the roof motherfuckers dude what about his perfect asshole control how did he get that loop all the way around like the poop emoji and boink at the top right on that little tiny bicycle seat that's that's some serious asshole control well uh, done sir see there you go man see Every. like you, somebody should have been there with an android film this shit because why because inquiring minds need to know, you need to well, know maybe man. it's an anal thing or something could maybe be. he's like dude this is what i'm into <laughs> i'm not going to kink shame so go ahead and that's your thing that's all your right thing. That, that being said let's move on boys to the next story uh all right uh i guess it's me uh i'm the big number two again all right Man indicted for shooting fireworks at Shibuya Scramble Crossing. Oh, right. Whoa. Yeah, right? Like, that place Yeehaw, is so fucking right? crowded. So in case anyone doesn't know, like, what the Shibuya Scramble Crossing is, is you see it in every movie that's about Japan. It's where the, all the people walk across the street at one time. I used to work over there, so I had to do that every fucking morning. Okay, mm. So this is Tokyo. It says a man, uh, a 35-year-old man shot fireworks over the crowd at Tokyo's famous Scramble Crossing last year has been sent to prosecutors. The man, who is self-employed translator from Kanagawa Prefecture, has been charged with violation of the road traffic laws, the prosecutor said. The incident occurred around 10 p.m. on November 14th, Kyoto News reported. The man walked on the crowded crossing and began shooting off 50 fireworks over the heads of the pedestrians for about one minute. Wow. Nobody was injured, although video taken by pedestrians showed some of the fireworks narrowly missing people's heads. Oh, I'd beat the shit out of this dude. Um, the man was arrested on the scene, uh, standing in the middle of the cross, the crossing, speaking in inco- incomprehensibly. That's a hard word to say through a loudspeaker <laughs> and, uh, and after traffic had stopped. So he was like firing off fireworks, talking through a loudspeaker and not making any fucking sense. Uh, he was quoted by police as saying he wanted to stand out. <laughs> Mission accomplished there. Mission yeah. accomplished, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this guy was like rapid fire machine gun style. Cause like, think about it. It said he shot, well, like what? 50 fireworks. And then he did it for about a minute. So that's like, that's almost, that's about one a second, right? Just a little bit over. Well, yeah. if you have a, if you have the, the them on a tied to a string or whatever, like they used yeah. to have in the old days, and you just light the end of the string, and you throw it down, and it goes pop 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 pop. You yeah, know, but, yeah, but yeah, but those, yeah, I, I see what you're talking about, but like he said, he was shooting off over people's heads. Oh right, maybe like a Roman candle or something. Maybe. Oh god, something like asshole. that. Or bottle rockets. Like, what, what did you go back to? What Jeremy was saying earlier, like this should be a scramble crossing, like. This is the one thing. It's it's like Times Square in New York. They always fucking show it. Like every movie or TV show, every just movie. You know it's fucking Tokyo. Yep. And like, yeah, like so. Even if you haven't been there, you almost feel like you know it. But like, then again, I can't like uh, like understate how fucking crowded this place is. So every day, like two to three million people cross that fucking crossing. It's it's nuts. Yeah. 
Probably more than that, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's not just young people, too. There's old people, babies, you know, people with strollers and shit like this. So firing off fireworks in that crowded area is fucking incredibly dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly yeah. stupid because, like, we always have, like, fucking, like, dumb crimes. Like, people get, look at arrests. They'll get, like, you know, causing a nuisance or basically a slap on the wrist. Yeah. But they did some dipshit YouTuber like a year or two ago. Like he had like hit him and his crew brought a bat out in the middle yeah. of the, it's some fucking <laughs> dumb dance video. Yeah. Something like that. You always got assholes out there. They're just like just fucking with everybody else. It's like, dude, just leave it alone, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, Oh, sorry. But I mean, if the guy wanted to stand out, going to Shibuya is probably the worst place to go to because if you dress like normal, like, I mean, how this guy's probably in his 30s, if you dress in, like a business suit, doesn't stand out. But if you dress like, like Rainbow Bright, also doesn't stand out. But if the guy went to Ginza or if the guy went to Kawasaki and, and did something strange or wore something strange, then he would stand out. He's from he's from Kanagawa. He should fucking know this already. That dumbass. Yeah, dumbass guy. I'm so glad nobody got hurt though. Me too. All right. <clears throat> Next story. Da, 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 da. Well, we've all kind of been in this situation where we've gone to a convenience store late at night and we've needed to do a number one or drop a deuce or something. And uh, yeah, the uh, convenience store bathroom was locked, and uh, yeah, we we had to hold it for an extended amount of time. But we're all like normal people here overall. So, I mean, we wouldn't do anything except for just stand there and hold it or probably just drink more. That didn't happen in this story in Funabashi Chiba. Here we go. A man arrested for beating up customer who took too, 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 too long in convenience store toilet. And uh, it, in Japan, all the convenience stores, you can use the restroom, at least most of them. Okay, police in Funabashi, Chiba Prefecture have arrested a 21-year-old man on suspicion of assault and robbery after he beat up a 37-year-old man and stole his wallet outside a convenience store. According to police, the incident occurred at around 12.40 a.m. Saturday, Kyoto News reported. Police said the suspect, Hayato Baba, a construction worker from Narashino in Chiba Prefecture. Never fuck with a construction worker, dude. Those guys are tough has admitted to punching the victim twice in the face and stealing his wallet containing 110,000 yen. Who carries that kind of cash, by the way? That's, How that's, much? That's, that's pretty good haul, man. And I, I agree. Like, yeah, why, why, why do you carry about, you know, over a thousand bucks around? But like, yes, yeah. that's a pretty good haul. Because like, <laughs> think about a lot of these like dumb street crimes and robberies. Like they got like maybe two, three hundred bucks tops. This guy, yeah. like, you walked over like, you know, with, uh, you know, an extra G in his pocket. So... You know, you know, that's funny that you say that, Tom, because uh, we covered a story. Was it last week or the week before that where like a guy hit three convenience stores? He robbed them and he only wound up with five hundred dollars. Oh, this I remember. Guy, yeah, this guy. No, no, it was, guy it was five. no, because because he, he only actually robbed one. We try, he attempted to uh, rob like four other ones in like yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. And like. I think the first lady just like she was like in her fifties and she's just like fuck it, just take the cash. I don't yeah, care. we don't need to recap. We got it. But yeah, but yeah. So basically, this guy—I mean, the guy that robbed the actual place—has got five hundred bucks. This guy robs a guy walking out of it, walking out of the shitter of all places, and he got a thousand bucks. Now, I'm not saying to do that, of course, but it's just like not bad. <laughs> not bad at all. 
What what else do they have in convenience stores? ATMs. So that guy probably just pulled that shit out of the ATM, went uh, to have a nice dookie, and it took too long. And the guy he came out and then uh, what's his name? Oh, Baba Osama's angry at him for taking too long for the shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's read on and see what else happened. <clears throat> Police said the victim suffered minor injuries to his face. And to his wallet. Uh, Bubba was quoted by police as saying that he wanted to use the toilet in the convenience store and that he got irritated because the man went in before him and took too long. He told police that he had not attacked the man with the intention of robbing him. He said he took the wallet on the spur of the moment after he fell after it fell out of the victim's clothing as he collapsed. Um, that's uh, convenience. Yeah. A passerby called 119 when police arrived at the scene. Baba was still there drinking alcohol and listening to God God Faded Japan. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Anyway, this guy's going to prison. (laughs) No God Faded Japan for you. (laughs) Uh, You know what, Johnny? You say that as a joke. But yesterday, as I was getting another person, yet another person, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. that person said, oh, yeah, I've seen this on TikTok before. This is you guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I was like, it is. It is. It's me and my friends, and uh, this is, we do this every week. And she's like, yeah, I'll subscribe to your YouTube channel. I'm like, yeah, because we're trying to get a 1,000 a thousand people to subscribe. So thank you for helping out. Yes, yes. And Tom, how can people subscribe to our YouTube page? Well, you, it's very simple. You go on this place called YouTube. You uh-huh. type in Got Faded Japan, and mm-hmm. maybe, maybe channel after you, and go bling, and click the little button. Pretty easy. Nice. Right. So don't forget show. to like and subscribe, motherfuckers. That's right. Tom, next story. Alrighty then. All right. So I'm going to read this one because it's a twist, but like we've covered a lot of like, you know, the, the peeping Toms and like the, I, I guess like the weirdos, like, you know, creeping on women. Oh yeah. This one stands out for a reason, just because the scope and scale of it. Here we go. 16 men arrested for filming 10,000 women bathing in hot springs across Japan. Wow. Right. It's a fucking crime wave, man. It's like an epidemic. 10,000 women. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's not always young, beautiful women in those hot springs. Just saying. How do you know? <laughs> well, Johnny, <laughs> they didn't catch all of us. <laughs> well, it says here the men would allegedly hide in the mountains and secretly film and photograph the women with the camera through t- telephoto lenses. Police in Japan have uncovered uncovered a voyeurism ring of men who secretly photographed and filmed at least 10,000 women bathing in hot springs across the country over the past 30 years. Let's think, let this sink in. On February 1st, uh, Shizuoka Prefectural Police uh, Life Security Division announced that the voyeurs had been taken into custody in connection with an uh, uncovered case. The ringleader was uh, uh, identified as, uh, I'm sorry, identified to be Karen Saito. Karen. Karen, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm taking liberties. It's, it's, I think a te- technical pronunciation would be Karin, but fuck it, you're a Karen. A yeah. Fuck Karen. That's fuck a Karen. It. Fuck this guy. Uh, he was arrested on December 2021 in Japan's Hyogo Prefecture and was charged for violating nuisance prevention ordinance, a local law against illicit photography. Saito. Fucking Saito. It's always a Saito, isn't it, Johnny? It is. 
Masaito reportedly admitted to secretly filming more than 10,000 women in more than 100 locations over three decades. So <laughs> for this guy, it's, it's like it's like his own, like, it's like a fucking drug, man. It's his own, like, fucking, like, heroin. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, um, wait. Guys, I gotta go. Do you think, like, the first videos were, like, VHS tapes? Like, he had one of those big VHS cameras or something? And then holy shit, yeah. You could see, like, how the technology progressed over the time, you know? Or, like, all of a sudden, it's like, you got, like, the VHS, like, kind of, like, you know, fucked up video quality. And then it went to, like, maybe something a little bit better, and then a little bit better. And then now it's, like, you know, 4G, ultra, like, amazingly crisp video. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like now, you're probably right though, because like he's been doing it for 30 years. He probably was lugging one of those giant fucking cameras around with him. But now he's just like, fuck it, man. Yeah, yeah, right with the fucking hand crank on it. But now he's just like, fuck it, man. He probably just chills in like, you know, in the fucking back of his car and has a fucking drone do it for him. He's like, boop, 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 boop. Hey, do you think they have a website or anything? They're like, I want to go there and make sure that they're not posting any more new videos, you know, and make sure that uh, the police have collected all that purposes, evidence. Yeah, right? so if you have a website or anything that you could tell me, just uh, let me know what that is. So I can of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's read on and find out. He told investigators that he started participating in voyeurism at the age of 20 and that he has communicated with around 100 other voyeurs over the years. While Saito's case is still being heard but in the courts... Police have reportedly rounded up a total of 16 men in 11 prefectures with whom he has shared explicit images and videos with. A doctor from Tokyo, senior company executives, and local government officials were among those arrested in the relation to the case. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So recently, well, actually, this week, Epstein's, like, uh, was it his, uh, his, what are they calling it? His uh, child pornography or child torture island or whatever, whatever it is, the logs of all the people, all the celebrities that went there have been released. And like, it's like all your favorite celebrities. You're like, oh my God, this guy, that guy, that guy, we're not going to fucking expose that shit. It's all over the internet. Just look it up or whatever. But the thing is, do you think that this log, but by this guy getting busted is like the Epstein files of Japan. So basically we're going to be like, find out like all these famous people and all these famous politicians and your neighbor, your stepdad, your father, your left hand, everybody fucking is on this fucking thing. You think it's going to be something like that? I think so. I don't think it's going to do that fucking, uh, I, there's no way it's going to get near an Epstein level, but come on, think about it though. I bet there's a lot of politicians. There's always one that really outspoken, like I am a good family man, conservative Christian, and they're fucking like you're part of this voyeur ring. Yeah, dude, Tom Hanks, man, unbelievable. Twenty times he went to that fucking island for fishing, dude. I don't think so. Right, <laughs> kind of fishing. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't just there for the fishing, now was he? Well, maybe they got good fishing there. I don't know. All right, next story. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, can I? Yeah. 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 You know what? Ne- never mind. Just go, go go on. I think you got the gist of it. But yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna read you a heartbreaking story now. Please, you know, listen to this. This is sad. Um, Japan's famous Rabbit Island is home to 900 wild bunnies, but tourists are bringing so much food to the island that the animals now face a life-threatening crisis. AIDS. Okay. Here it goes. Okonoshima, also known as Rabbit Island, is a popular tourist attraction in Japan with 100,000 visitors every year. 
And the last, uh, less than 44 miles away from Hiroshima, tourists flock to the island and, uh, for its beaches, hot springs, and most importantly, its wild rabbits. Okay. Uh, known for being the home of over, over 900 adorable wild bunnies, the island's fluffy residents are now facing a life-threatening crisis. Tourists visiting the island have been bringing so much food uh, to feed the rabbits that they are often leaving leftovers behind. The leftovers have started to attract predators from nearby shores due to the significant number of visitors ignoring the admi city administrator's feeding guidelines. Some of the rabbits are also weak and unwell from being fed the wrong diet. Yeah. Uh, tourists are also often given, offer them lettuce and carrots instead of pellet food, grass, and vegetables, which, which is what they should be eating. With the surge of aggressive wildlife such as rats, crows, and even wild boars on the Whoa. island, oh no, uh, the vulnerable population of rabbits are forced to both rival the smaller species for food and the bigger species for their lives. The rabbit's biggest enemy are jungle crows. Holy shit. Jungle crows. What There's the fuck is that? I want to see, see a fucking picture, man. I'm, I want to see a picture, too. I'm, I'm just reading the words. I'm terrified. Dude, jungle crow is the name of a disco song from the 70s. Well, hold on a second. According to Kevin Short, they are the most aggressive, <coughs> very aggressive kind of crow. He's a professor of cultural anthropology at Tokyo University Information Studies. Man, this guy studies crows. These crows would have no problem at all in killing a weak or young rabbit. I'd suggest that they'd be able to swallow a newborn baby rabbit whole. How big are these fucking jungle crows, man? Big. Massive. I don't know, man, because like if you look at the crows compared to the ones we got back in the States, like some of the crows here, they're this they're the size of a large well-fed house cat. Maybe yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah. They're, they're, they're freaking huge. And they're also they're kind of terrifying because you know they're smart. So I've sat, I've sat I've honestly sat there and watched them figure out how to use tools. <laughs> they're like what doing a Rubik's cube or some shit. <laughs> no, maybe not that much. No, but like I, I swear I was just sitting there one, one time, like you know, sitting in Yogi Park, like waiting for a friend, and this thing fucking swoops in, grabs one of those like one yakitori sticks, so for the, that you put your skewered meat on. So it sits there and grabs it in his claw, picks it up, starts, you know, moving around, makes it some stabbing gestures with it. And then just like literally looks at it and goes, nods, goes, huh, I got a good haul and just fucking flew off. And I was like, holy shit, I just watched this thing how to learn fucking, how to, how to learn fucking tools. It's crazy. That is pretty crazy, man. Yeah, those poor little funny wibble wabbits. They're in big trouble. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> dude. But you know what? Fucking the doll, doll, footy tat. It's just another reason why the tourists are coming around and causing trouble and fucking shit up, dude. Fucking, they're showing up with fucking Domino's pizza and donuts or whatever. All the bread. You know, I thought you were going to say diabetes. I, I thought that diabetes. would be the problem. I mean, I made a joke saying AIDS. Like, ah, oh, the rabbits got AIDS because all these all these people are fucking with the rabbits. Get it? But the thing is, it's just like, no, diabetes, that'd definitely be a problem, which I guess it is to a degree. But also... Fucking yeah, attracting predators, dude. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Jungle crows, Rabbit. man. Jungle crows. Jungle it crows. says I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I feel sorry for the crows though because they've had it. Or sorry, not not the crows, but the rabbits because they've had it too fucking good. Because the reason that they, they, there's there's different theories of like why they're there. Either this you, that place used to be a lab and like some of the lab bunnies got out that they were experimenting on and just like yeah, oh, that's right. Or maybe, maybe it was like some like junior high school kids like threw like put some rabbits over there because of their school well whatever but like they've been sitting there chilling 
There's no natural predators. So all they do is eat and fucking reproduce. That's it. I have jealous? cousins like that. Yeah. <laughs> the cousins like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, good luck to those funny, fuzzy old wabbits. <laughs> telling you, man, they've had it too good. Now it's fucking nature's going to take its course. Yes, yes, yes. Well, shit. We'll, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> We're going to have to do a recap of the story. Speaking of stories, last story. This story takes place in beautiful Kyoto. A man who says he made a living by selling upskirt videos arrested. I guess this guy is now unemployed. Here we go. It's a short story. A man in Kyoto was arrested on Tuesday on suspicion of filming upskirt videos of more than 100 women with police believing he earned around 150 million yen by selling footage over a period of about 12 years. Man, there has been a fucking national shakedown on perverts. fucking... Like 150 million yen. That's a that's a million and a half, dude. Yeah, that's that's no, that is literally over a million bucks. This dude became like a millionaire. But it's 12 years though. Still, man. Like I don't I don't think I've ever made like cleared a million in like 10 or 12 years. Yeah, I don't think you will. I don't think <laughs> I fucking will, dude. So what was it was like? It was like they had that one film like Slumdog Millionaire. What is this guy like upskirt millionaire or panty fucking? <laughs> Dog millionaire. I don't know. Oh, you've got your moments, Tom. Okay, Masaki Mori, 40, 46 years old, has admitted to the allegations saying he, quote, made a living off selling non-consensually filmed videos, end quote, to adult websites, according to police. He allegedly violated a local anti-nuisance ordinance by filming up the skirt videos of 112 women between February 2021 and October 2022 at a commercially commercial facility in Kyoto and other locations using the means as a smartphone attached to a bag, the police said. Now, when they say commercially commercial facility, I'm assuming that's a shrine. You think that's a shrine? That sounds like a shrine. If it's a commercial facility, could be a shop. Park, I don't know. A shrine could be a shop. I'm thinking shopping mall, man. When I hear oh wait facility. wait commercial like that? Oh like commerce? Okay, no, then it's yeah. probably like yeah, shopping center. Yeah, my bad. You're right. I don't even regard this, man. Like fucking women, fucking cover yourself, man. Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, if I was a girl and I was wearing like a short skirt, and this is Tokyo, or this is Japan, let's be honest. All the girls here wear very, very, very short skirts. But if I was a girl wearing a short skirt, I wouldn't be wearing like sexy panties, dude. I'd be, well, I'd be wearing like those little like, what are they called? Those uh, bicycle short kind of things? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'd be wearing those, you know? I would do. I I think they used to like, I think they still have them. Like they have like some like panties that actually like repel the, I guess the, the, the fucking like feed from a camera that actually repels it. So it comes back all blurry and pixelated. So you, it would be unusable for any kind of voyeuristic photos or video. Oh my God. That's like a billion trillion quazillion idea, Tom, dude, fucking don't say that out loud. Oh, that, that's uh, it's, it's not, so, no, it's just, I read about this has been around for a while. Oh really? Yeah, but yeah, uh, dude, if, I, if I would if I would have come up with this idea, I would have fucking patented that shit. And then, like, yeah, it would have a million dollars, and we wouldn't be having this conversation because I'd be fucking, you know, fucking sipping champagne, smoking, buying cigars. Yeah, that'd be great. What I was gonna say is that um, what, what I 
If I was a girl, I, would, I wouldn't wear any panties, but I would take little googly eye stickers and stick them on my cooch. And then like whenever someone did an upskirt fucking video, the cooch would be looking back at them, man. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, this is Japan. And if somebody did have a camera and they, they did film that, they would be fucking chasing that girl and she would be an <laughs> online celebrity, dude. That would be the fucking worst thing you could do, dude, because people would be like, oh, my God, this is like the holy grail of fucking up skirt fucking like opportunity. It's alive. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It, it'd be better than like what was a squid porn or whatever for these guys. Dude, seriously, man, that would be bad. That'd be a no, no. No, no. So no googly eye, googly eye stickers on the cooch. Yeah, I got it. Yep. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. So if you ever like crossover, you know, don't. That's a bad thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crossing over, I got to crossover back to the kitchen and get another drink, Fader. So uh, yeah, I think that's a show. Tom, where should people go? You did it so oh. well last week. Let's see if we can do it again. Well, all right, we've already like uh, discussed our goals uh, with YouTube to obviously get to a thousand subscribers. So please, like, subscribe costs you nothing. Yeah, please support us. But also, we're we're all over the other all the other uh, social media platforms. So we've got Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are we already mentioned YouTube, Twitter, and and of course, and yeah, and Patreon. If you really like us, you want to put some money in our tip jar. Mm -hmm. Great, and Jeremy. One more of, uh, other extra content for you. Should you like to see it? Oh, and TikTok, of course. He, 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 he. Okay. Awesome, dude. All right, yeah. Jeremy, you and I, we don't have to use our brains. We're done. <laughs> We're done. That's a show. Tom, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. You did great, Tom. You did great. All right, Faders, thank you so much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. Thank you very much for like getting faded with us. We hope you really much God, see, I'm getting faded right now. We hope you really much, greatly, happily enjoyed really much, the show. Really much, very much, there, dear, her, her, he, who could you bring me? Yeah, I know. Well, I haven't had dinner yet, and I'm uh, four beers deep. So, uh, yeah, of course, I'm going to slur my words just a little bit, but that's part of the fun. So, yeah, we hope you very much enjoyed the show, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Peace. Bye. Go fuck yourselves. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I see this, man? Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up suicide. 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 Suicide.